Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hour number two here of Fantasy Sports Today. We get in your football fix. We'll bring in former big league pitcher Brad Ziegler as we discuss everything going on in the world of fantasy football. Also, Jason Cole will join us in this hour of Fantasy Sports Today. Our football hour starts now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports Today. Yelich is uh, on pace, I guess, at this point to win back-to-back MVPs. I, I don't know that that's a foregone conclusion at this point. Bellinger has a little bit of a greater war, which is going to be interesting. Yelich, 39 home runs. Bellinger, 37. The war a little bit higher for Bellinger. And this could be the first time ever that the postseason, when we give out awards, that war is going to factor majorly into this. Because if Bellinger doesn't win the MVP and has a higher war, then that song uh, from the 70s, War, What Is It Good For?, really applies. All right, it's hour number two of Fantasy Sports Today, our football hour here on the show. As so We're going to mix it up with Jason Cole coming up in a little bit, and uh, certainly a lot to get to here on our football hour of Fantasy Sports Today. So welcome in. Today is August 7th, 2019. We are on the cusp of the first week of the NFL preseason. By next week, we'll have a lot clearer picture as to whether or not those depth charts that came out are really something or not. I'll give you a little hint. They're not. But to talk about that and everything going on in the world of fantasy football, let's bring in former big league pitcher Brad Ziegler. Brad, thank you for coming on the show once again, and happy Wednesday to you. What's happening? Thank you. Happy Wednesday to you. I uh, not a lot. I'm you know just just enjoying our first rain here in Kansas City in in weeks. So it's kind of nice to get give the the hot air a little break. Speaking of hot air, let's continue on our show here. <laughs> good way to good way to segue into things that we can't predict. And this has been such a frustrating week for fantasy owners, Brad. I mean, look, I'm uh, I'm I'm all in this time of the year. I understand fantasy football is king, but we've got issues with three players, arguably in the top what 10, 15 picks in fantasy, and we haven't even hit the preseason yet. This is a rarity. And I think specifically, when you look at it, we've already had the issue with Melvin Gordon, who's now been bumped down in terms of average draft position. You have Ezekiel Elliott, who will crush my season in the league that we play, and that would be the end for me. I may as well just pack it in and donate my money if he ain't going to play this year. And now Antonio Brown of the weirdest of the weird, Brad. I mean, go figure this story where the guy decides in the offseason, or at least recently, to step into a cryogenics, which is a great idea. I think a lot of people use it and have success with it, but without any kind of protection on his feet. And it looks like, to me, Brad, we may not see him at all this preseason. Yeah, and that's that's something to me that, it, that is a big concern because he's with a new team, a new offensive system, a new quarterback. He needs to develop some chemistry there. And, you know, it, he, he is 
such a more dynamic receiver than anybody else Derek Carr or yeah Derek Carr has thrown to in his entire career that at that point you want to see them working together and and developing some of that chemistry and timing you're not going to see it right now it's it's really bizarre I don't know how in the world I mean if this is in a, a cryogenics chamber a cryotherapy chamber in his own house um, that he's using on his own you know he just isn't overly educated on it but if you're at a at a, a fitness center where someone else is you know hitting the start button for you and you're climbing in there that someone's got to see this like this is well known for anybody who's ever done cryotherapy you have to wear socks it's freezing cold in there and you're standing on a cold surface that's that where that that temperature is being generated from like this is a, a, a you know huge you know uh, collapse of of brainwave you know however you want to say it but it's just it's just not a good scenario because he's he the only way to get past this is rest and if and this is a lot of rest because his feet have to toughen up again before he's even i mean you you, you could see some of the, the clips on hard knocks he's just having trouble walking right now um you know he's just walking around with his kids and he's just limping all over the place and that's i mean that's not what i want to see because it just feels like it's going to be a long time before he's able to to go full bore again yeah, and, and I think that just from looking at it, and again, um, we know nothing about it. By the way, have you ever done anything like that? Have you ever done a cryo before? Have you ever had one? Yeah, the the Marlins had a, a cryo a cryo unit in their training room, and and it's I didn't notice the the benefits that a lot of other people say they get, but you know I I could see. Um, you know, the, the science behind it seems pretty solid. So I, I think there's, there's potential reason there. You just have to use it frequently to get those benefits. And after a couple of weeks, I was like, you know what, I, all I'm doing is getting really cold. I don't really notice my joints feeling a little better. So I'm going to go ahead and stop this and, and just continue what I was doing before. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, from my perspective with it, and again, knowing nothing about it, I mean, we know he wouldn't have played in the first preseason game anyway. Uh, obviously, the second preseason game is when usually some of these guys get what, like a drive or two, and then the third they play the first half and come out for the second half, and and then they usually don't play in the fourth. So I guess Brad, there's a chance. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't know if you feel about this, but with the way that this recovery will go, is that that fourth preseason game may be the only time that we see him before the regular season, right? I mean, that that sounds realistic at this point. Yeah, in theory. I mean, you know, they I know they can at some point you got to hope that he can get in some reps in practice, but he he to to handle the NFL workload, you need to take hits even if it's in practice, games, whatever because that's something you can kind of condition your body to take more of. And and if he isn't able to do that prior to the season, you got to think that that the if he gets blasted a couple times in the first game or two, it's going to affect him more than it is the the guys who um, you know, who have taken some hard hits in practice or or in the preseason games, and and have kind of conditioned themselves to to be moved past that. It, I don't know. It's, it's I, you know, having never played football in my life, I can't can't say for sure. Um, you know how his body will react, and and obviously he's one of the top conditioned athletes, and and you know basically unguardable when he's healthy. So he needs to um, you know just do whatever he can to get the feet healthy and get on the field for the Raiders to have any chance to to have success this year. Yeah, I, I think so too, and and I guess we can kind of dive into as to whether or not, and I don't know how you feel about it, Brad, whether or not you feel he's still a first-round pick in uh, in fantasy. His ADP seems to be slipping a little bit. I took him uh, in this Raz Bowl seventh overall, so he's my first overall pick, and obviously regretting that choice, but didn't really know that this was going on, and I think a lot of other people are regretting their first-round picks also. But, again, that's why playing in multiple leagues seems to be the thing to do. Our thing to do is to take a break here on FST, on FNTSY. 
Coming up next, I'm going to ask Brad about three players that fantasy owners should be interested in watching in the preseason games that begin tomorrow night. I think you'll like this. So coming up next, Brad Diggler, Craig Mish, as we roll on on Fantasy Sports today. We'll be back with more discussion. Don't go away. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Yeah. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you along with Brad Ziegler. We're here until 2 o'clock, and then full-time fantasy will take over. And Dr. Roto and Adam Ronis are standing by for the latest in fantasy football. By the way, you can always download this show 
on iTunes and certainly listen on Stitcher anywhere where a podcast is heard and subscribe to the podcast. And every day, as soon as the show's over, it will get sent automatically to you wherever you listen, whether it's Google, uh, Android, iTunes, any of the websites where you download apps. That's where you can hear Fantasy Sports Today, 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Okay, the first NFL preseason game went off last week. It was a waste of time completely. This time around, you're going to start to see some of the rookies play. You're going to start to see some of the veterans trying to get gigs onto their teams play. And so I thought it would be interesting to pick Brad's brain and ask him which players that he's most curious of seeing starting tomorrow night and, of course, through the weekend. So here are three players. We'll start off with player number one, Brad, that you're most interested in seeing play in week one of the NFL preseason. Take it away. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not positive these guys will play week one, but they will. I think they will all get quite a bit of play in the preseason. Uh, the first one is Miles Sanders on the Eagles, second-round pick. Um, right now he's, he's uh, the 35th running back off the board at the ninth pick of the seventh round in most leagues, and I think this is a, an absolute steal in the seventh round. Um, he is, without question, in my opinion, the most talented back on that Eagles roster out of like the, the eight running backs they have in camp right now. And he's I, the biggest thing to me, he didn't get the, the pub the first couple of years of college because he was stuck behind Saquon Barkley. But last year, when he finally got a chance, he had 1,274 yards rushing, almost six yards of carry, nine touchdowns, 24 catches uh, out of the backfield, which, you know, just showing he has the ability to be a, a, a three down back. Um, he's a, a 76 percentile spark athlete. Uh, there isn't anything about this guy that I don't like. And I think he's showing that like the, there's no question. He's a more talented all around running back than Jordan Howard. And I think he's going to get some pretty good pub in, in Philly. And, and that's a guy that I am jumping all over in the seventh round. Yeah, and, and the other thing about him is, look, you have one of the best running back coaches in the NFL in Deuce Staley there, so that's a guy that really can cultivate and make him into something. We know that Howard isn't exactly the best ball catcher out of the backfield, too. That's something Sanders can do, so I think that's a really good point. Uh, I would say this, it just will be one NFL preseason game, but if there is a rookie that's going to line up in the first week of the NFL preseason that you want to see, that's ADP is clearly on the rise. There's no doubt. I think Miles Sanders is a very good example of that. All right, so one down. Let's move to your second down here. Brad, who do you got here for another player that you're looking forward to seeing this week? All right, so the, this one to me, I it, it kind of starts with his quarterback, uh, Lamar Jackson. Everybody's saying he has made big improvements throwing. We know he can run, but he had a really strong connection last year with Mark Andrews, their third-round pick last year as a tight end out of Oklahoma. They – Andrews was really good for a rookie tight end. We don't normally get a lot of production out of rookie tight ends, but he definitely had usable weeks. And and I think this is something that goes to the next level. He had 550 yards receiving last year. He is a big yards after catch guy. Um, he, he's really fast. He's big and strong. I mean, he's 6'5", 260. And, and he's, you know, he runs a 4.67, which for a guy that big, you're talking like 80th percentile in in 40 yard time and and that's a guy that you it reminds me a lot of kind of like this is a little cliche but a, a bit of a poor man's George Kittle because he did so much damage after the catch he just didn't have the volume of catches that Kittle did and I think this year he is he's definitely established himself over the top of of Hayden Hurst uh, who was drafted in the first round last year but right now he's the 17th tight end off the board he's you can get him in the 13th round and I like I in my personal rankings 
I've got him, you know, in the in the top twelve. I see him being like the number ten tight end right now um, in half point PPR leagues, and and I just think it's a, a huge steal in the you know for for people who want to wait on tight end. Yeah, it, the, the Ravens have kind of misfired now in I think back to back years or two out of the last three years by by taking also if you remember Brad Max Williams in the first round, who I thought yeah. was going to be a fantasy stud. I, I remember him in college. And, and and thought that was one of the better picks in the first round. And this kid, Andrews, just kind of came out of nowhere. And so you have to wonder, uh, is maybe Andrews more of a system guy for Jackson? Because whatever they projected with Max Williams, that was a complete misfire. So uh, good name there to keep an eye on for sure. I don't know that I'm as, as bullish on a top 10 or a top 12 tight end, but I, I think that Brad brings up a really good point here. If you don't know the answer as to whether or not a guy can be a TE1, a tight end one in your fantasy team, why not check him out in week one of the preseason? So a really good name, I think, also to keep an eye on. All right, so that is two guys uh, Two guys really in first and second down here. We've got Sanders. We've got Andrews. Who do you have for your third? All right, so this, this one's got to be in a deeper league. If you're in a 16-man 16, 16 roster league, 12-team league, I'm not a big advocate of getting handcuffed running backs um, because they're, they're, there's just so much available on the waiver wire. Um, unless they're a guy like a Jalen Samuels or a you know Rashad Penny um, handcuffing to, to Carson, someone that will have standalone value, that's the only time I'm, I'm in on a handcuff like that. This is in a deeper league. You're in a 20-22-man roster, um, uh, perhaps a dynasty league. This is a guy um, that, that right now I think we're going to see a lot of in the preseason. It's Dexter Williams, six-round pick out of Notre Dame by the Packers. Right now, both Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams have hamstring injuries. This guy flashed all through college. Um, never really got a, a ton of opportunity until last year. Then he only got 158 carries, but he had he had 6.3 yards of carry, 12 touchdowns in nine games, um, and and he's a, a, a good athlete, a 60th percentile spark athlete, uh, runs a 4.57. It's a guy that I think he's going to get an opportunity um, at a minimum to take the backup job away from Jamal Williams because I think he's way more talented. He's definitely more athletic, but he's way more talented. Um, and I and now that Williams is hurt and battling the hamstring injury. Jones is battling the hamstring injury, which we probably wouldn't see him the first week anyways. Dexter Williams is going to have an opportunity to go out there and really flash. And and I see him jumping all over that opportunity. And this is a guy that I'm trying to grab at the end of every deeper deeper draft that I do. Because I think at some point this year, I, I don't see Aaron Jones holding up uh, you know, 16 games. I think Dexter Williams is going to get some play this year in fantasy. And, and it's going to be a guy just to stash at the bottom of my roster or, or a taxi squad guy in Dynasty. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I mean, the, I remember Dexter Williams playing at Notre Dame, um, and, and they've had some good running backs. Their quarterbacks have, have obviously run with Wimbush and then Bach last year. Uh, Josh Adams was there before then, so they do have track record there. The one thing that I would say that, that it would seem to be some good advice is that, Brad, if you're playing in multiple leagues, it may not be a bad idea in one league to grab Jones, in one league to grab Williams, and then in the other league to grab Dexter Williams because I think that this is wide open. You hit it on the head. Aaron Jones is one of the most talented running backs in the NFL. I may be able to put him in the top five in terms of talent, but this guy can't stay healthy. And then when Jamal Williams played last year uh, for the Packers, uh, he played great, man. I mean, he carried some teams to fantasy football championships when Aaron Jones was out. I don't think that there's any definitive guy – in the backfield, so that certainly gives Dexter Williams a chance to play. And what happens? You're right. What happens if this guy excels in the preseason? He can't be ignored. So 
Uh, you're playing in multiple leagues. This may be the best way to go. And I wouldn't rule out this name that you gave also as a guy in the second half of the NFL season once he kind of gets his feet under him because the one thing at least that I'm seeing about him is that the blocking is going to be a key. I mean, Aaron Rodgers always has to have a good guy in his backfield that can block that linebacker and then just kind of dip out and catch the ball and run. If you think he can, Brad, then there may be a great pick. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think he's athletic enough to do it. Showed showed enough hands and the opportunities he got at Notre Dame. Um, you know, Jamal Williams, to me, is a guy that I'm not overly high on, and I honestly never understood the, the previous regime's, regime's love uh, of Jamal Williams um, because he, he's a guy that just needs sheer volume. He has to get a lot of carries to have a lot of fantasy value. I mean, he had 3.8 yards of carry last year. It, it's, you know, he had some some games where when he had 15 carries, he was able to put out 95 yards um, but it's just not a it's not a consistent, you know, the week before that he was 12 carries, 55 yards. Um, it's just not a lot of volume where I don't want my guy having 55 yards and a touchdown unless it's maybe my flex, my flex play. Um, Aaron Jones, however, is being drafted in the third round. Um, everybody buys into that talent. The new coaching regime says they want to get the ball in his hands. Like you said, the question is, can he stay healthy all year? Um, if he does, he can be an RB1. If he doesn't, then that's where I think Dexter Williams is, is going to get a legit shot over Jamal Williams because he's just a, a more dynamic player. We'll take a quick time out here on Fantasy Sports today. Some great breakdown from Brad on the NFL preseason and some players to keep an eye on. Coming up next, we dive into the quarterback position. Pretty murky after the elite guys in fantasy this year. Where is the value and how about the players that we'll be talking about this upcoming season? We'll have that next. Don't go away. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and big game wager on the college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel... 
Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Full-time fantasy. I had, like, several players on my list that I thought could play themselves into a big role. I thought about Philip Lindsay, but I didn't think of him. I was thinking about Cole Beasley, a couple other players. I eventually settled on Antonio Callaway, and I dropped him before he had a couple big games. I think I wound up getting him back, possibly. But, and, you know, it easy. People could have said, oh, it's a 20th round pick, last pick of the draft. Who cares? No, man, it matters. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you along with former big league pitcher Brad Ziegler in the house. You can follow Brad on Twitter, at Brad Ziegler, and uh, get all of not just his fantasy football information, but all his fandom on the Kansas City Chiefs. By the way, the 2019-20 season is upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win a million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament settling their lineups over at dailyroto.com DFS lineup optimizer or become one of the countless numbers of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS at dailyroto.com. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and using dailyroto.com, you are doing it wrong. Head on over, check out their tools for NFL, MLB, PGA, NBA, NHL, and sports wagering, or get access to all of them with Daily Roto's Elite Package. Enter promo code ACTION, 10% discount. You get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and use some of the same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings as dailyroto.com, promo code ACTION, dailyroto.com, where millionaires are made. Uh, quarterback position is where millionaires are made, Brad, and certainly this season, I think it's pretty clear who the top guys are in fantasy, but there's always that value, and I think more than ever in, in football this year, what we're seeing is quarterbacks slip in a big way. Behind Mahomes, there's basically nobody being taken in the first few rounds because there's so many guys that you could take that are all very close in terms of points at the end of the season. So let's kind of dive into some of these quarterbacks who aren't being taken one, two, or three, and you tell me kind of the, the story and whether or not you think that they provide value for you later in a draft. We'll start off in Tampa. Jameis Winston, we've been waiting for this now for a while. And, of course, now with Bruce Arians there, everyone is very excited about Winston, who says that he wants to check down more. Uh, now, look, uh, Adam Humphreys is gone. He's in Tennessee. So I would ask you, Brad, do you believe what Winston is saying here? Because a lot of this is always talk, and then when the action starts, you don't know if it's going to happen. And if Winston is indeed telling the truth here, who is the benefit of these check, so-called checkdowns in Tampa with Winston? Yeah, so first of all, I, I buy into it a little bit because I think this is their way of trying to convince him not to take chances that end up resulting in a lot of interceptions. That's that's his biggest drawback in any league is is interceptions. And you never know. Last year it was so frequent, you don't even know if he's going to get benched at some point. Um, so I think this is their way of saying, look, don't take a chance 20 yards downfield. You'll check it down to the guys underneath. Take the yardage that they're giving you. And then, you know, maybe the big play will present itself later. Um, if that does happen... 
the the obvious guy um, who I think it, it benefits, and and whether he does that or not, I think this guy's gonna have a monster year. It's Chris Godwin. Um, I could actually see a scenario where he actually outproduces Mike Evans. Um, I, I would never draft him over Evans, um, but, but you know, obviously, I don't have to do that uh, to get him on my team. But they're talking about playing him in the slot. Bruce Arians has said he's never gonna come off the field. Um, he was the number 26 receiver last year, as, and now he's, you know, Deshaun Jackson's gone. Adam Humphreys is gone. There is there is opportunity there um, for him to step into a much greater role. Um, I really like him. I've got him preseason at 14 receiver right now, um, which I know is a lot higher than most, but I'm just, I'm super high on him. I think in Arian's offense, there's going to be a lot of volume, and, and he's going to benefit. And then the, the third guy that I think will still have some fantasy value in the Arian's offense is Justin Watson. Uh, I like him better than Brashad Perryman. I'm not in on Perryman at all. Watson's a better athlete. We've seen Perryman get opportunity after opportunity in Baltimore and and was just basically awful. Um, Watson has is is in an uh, has an opportunity now to step into a role and and it says you know I've seen reports of him watching Larry Fitzgerald in the offseason, uh, you know film on him how to play in the slot how to get open and that's a guy I mean this is a guy who's almost just as good of an athlete as Fitzgerald just went to a smaller school um, wasn't you know wasn't as highly touted obviously. Um, but but I think there's an opportunity there. If if that's the kind of guy he's patterning himself after, then there's an opportunity in this offense, um, you know, for for a lot of success. Yeah, and uh, and played at Penn, and and obviously that you know his role would fill exactly what Humphreys did. This guy who just you know five yard out over the middle, turn around, catch the ball. But Winston has to buy that. I mean, that's that's the key to it. He has to buy it for sure. Um, okay, so let's uh, dive into another quarterback situation. And that is the one in Indianapolis right now. And no one really is quite sure if Andrew Luck is going to be on the field for week one after that unbelievable season that he had last year. There was no faith whatsoever in the early drafts in Luck. And then as the draft started, and as we got into late August and September, he started to move up a little bit. But he played like a QB1 all year last year, Brad. And now the injury bug has kind of bit him again. Any concern there? And where does he rank for you in terms of quarterbacks this year? Yeah, I, I am worried a bit, and uh, to me, this is more of a an Andrew Luck thing, where it seems like for whatever reason, his body might take a little longer to heal things, heal from things that others might come back from uh, a little more quickly. Um, I'm wondering if the Colts are potentially being a little cautious of this because it's kind of in the same area of the body that Kevin Durant was having uh, some issues. They the you know the Warriors played him in the game. He ends up tearing his Achilles. He's out for a year. That's like, you know, obviously a scenario the Colts want to completely avoid. So I wonder if they're not, you know, it's preseason. Andrew Luck's Andrew Luck. If he's healthy, he's a star. Um, I I think there is... Um, you know, some some maybe over-cautiousness there, but we'll see. We'll see as they ramp up his um, workouts. We'll see how he responds to it. Um, right now, I have him as the QB7, and that's solely because I think there's potential for missed games. Uh, if he was completely healthy, I'd have him as the third quarterback behind Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Uh, but I could see a, p- a potential for uh, some missed games early in the year as as they bring him along cautiously just to make sure that, that they have him at the end of the season when, you know, they fully expect to be in the postseason. Yeah, and the other part of that, too, is that you don't have to take a risk like a guy on luck, which I think is why your ranking is accurate. You could hypothetically take somebody even as your QB8, QB9, QB10, and just not have that risk. There's just no reason with the amount of quarterbacks that throw and the amount of guys that pass for a lot of touchdowns. Uh, Speaking of which, one of the great fantasy quarterbacks over the last decade, Brad, Cam Newton, no question about that. Do you think that the Panthers, with some of these reports, are kind of seeing the end nearing for Newton a little bit? And look, he could still play a long time in this league, 
but it certainly seems like based on the results over the last couple of years, they want to scale back as much running as they can, maybe even some more throwing as they can. And I don't know where that puts Newton into the conversation. He was a rock-solid guy as a QB1 every week in your fantasy league. Is he still in the top 10 in terms of fantasy quarterbacks for you? Yeah, in my opinion, he is. Um, but but it's going to be a different uh, – you're going to have to see a different style of play from him because he's a guy that, that you almost kind of wonder if he's not a candidate for earlier than expected retirement because of the injury issues he's had – from the style of play that he started his career with. I mean, he's had concussions. He's had all kinds of contact injuries because he always sought out contract or contact. He would try to run over guys uh, to get in the end zone. He'd call his own number inside the five a lot. And I, I just don't, he can't be that kind of guy anymore if he wants to play long term. And it, it makes me wonder at some point if the health issues aren't just going to catch up to him and he's going to shut it down and say, look, I, I've got plenty of money to live on. Um, I, I want to have a good quality of life, you know, almost like the, the Calvin Johnson type thing where he just kind of disappears and never comes back. And if so, the the, the guy they, they drafted in the third round this year, Will Greer uh, out of West Virginia. Um, there were questions about his arm strength coming out of college, but that, you know, they, they said that was about a velocity uh, you know, a velocity on a short throws thing, that's not something they look at. They've said they looked at deep balls, and his ball has a lot of carry on it when he throws a deep ball. Um, he has flashed in camp. They, they said he's had great touch on some of those deep throws. I think this is a guy that they like. And, I you know, I, I hope that Cam Newton um, plays longer because he's a lot of fun to watch when he's healthy. And I have him right now as my quarterback six because I, I know he played hurt basically all of last season and, and struggled because of it. But when he's been healthy, he is a top 10 quarterback at a minimum, if not a top five in a, a lot of his career. I think there's still that potential there just without the rushing touchdowns volume that we've seen in some of those years. I think he's just going to throw it a little more. And he's got a, a dynamite running back. Christian McCaffrey's incredible out of the backfield as a receiver, as a runner. Um, there's no reason for him to take those those hits. You know, it was different when he had, you know, Jonathan Williams as his running back or, or whoever was there to to hand off to. That's not a guy you can really trust. But you trust McCaffrey. You just give him the ball and, and take your touchdown and go, you know, wait for the next drive. Yeah, you just gave uh, both Carolina running backs one name, Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams. That was that was the right perfect. Thing to yeah, do. yeah. <laughs> you just named them both. You made them one guy. They were basically one guy in fantasy. All right, we got about a minute to go. Uh, Sam Darnold, where are you at with him, uh, Brad? I want him in every fantasy league as my QB two because I think that there could be some more in for him. Uh, look, th- this guy was supposed to be the number one quarterback coming out of college for like two years. He regressed a little bit. He obviously started off last year with the Jets very poorly. But it seems like the Jets are headed in the right direction. I don't think that I'll end up starting him at the start of the season. I'm trying to get him, though, as my backup in a lot of leagues just to see what happens. Yeah, so I, I'm not as high on him. And the biggest reason, I think he's going to be a really good NFL quarterback. But I, I'm not sold that he's going to be a great fantasy quarterback. Um, you know, in December, he was the number one quarterback in all of football in Q, QB rating, QBR. Um, but in fantasy, in those weeks, he was the QB 17 in points per games. So it, it, it's while he was an efficient, um, effective quarterback, he, the, the volume wasn't there from a fantasy perspective. And now his favorite target in those four games was Chris Herndon, who is now suspended for the first four games of this year. Um, Robbie Anderson is a, I like him as a breakout guy this year, but he hasn't shown great consistency yet. And there's really not a whole lot else uh, of guy, or not, not a lot of other options in that offense that scare you much besides Le'Veon Bell dumping it to him out of the backfield. I just don't know that he's got the weapons around him to, to be a star. And um, you know, at least from a fantasy perspective, I'm totally fine having him as a backup and, and wait and see, uh, but I, I don't see him being a QB1 this year at all. 
Well, Brad, some great stuff for you uh, on the preseason and, of course, on the quarterbacks. What we'll do is next week we'll check in. We'll see if there were any results that you were interested in and any curiosity. We'll also check back in to see where these holdouts are at. Maybe hopefully we're in a different situation than we were this week or even next week. But thanks again for coming on. Really appreciate it. Have yourself a great weekend, and we'll talk next week. Thanks again. You bet. Thank you. All right, Brad Ziegler with us. You can follow him on Twitter, at Brad Ziegler. And what we're going to do is take a quick time out here on the show. And coming up next, Jason Cole is going to join us, longtime writer of the NFL and has covered the league for a long period of time. And he'll weigh in on some of the issues going on and what we could expect from a fantasy point of view. Then coming up at the top of the hour, full-time fantasy is here. Adam Rodas, Dr. Roto, they've got you covered until 4 o'clock Eastern. But we'll take a quick time out. We'll be back with more football discussion with Jason Cole. I'm Craig Mish. This is Fantasy Sports Today. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Please don't go away. DailyRoto.com Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Rain it! Make it rain. 
the rumor is what they're saying is that he's under strict guidelines from Brian Flores Fitzpatrick to do just that and challenge Rosen and to okay. kind of lie to. So that seems to be the feeling down there that Flores okay. has got Fitzpatrick being the douche elder uh, in yeah. the crew and trying to push him that way. Weekdays, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. It bingo. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you as we're here until 2 o'clock. Full-time fantasy will take over at that point. Thanks again to Brad Ziegler for coming on the show. We'll be right back here tomorrow at noon Eastern and previewing some of the games in the NFL tomorrow night, some preseason action, of course, some baseball action as well. In fact, there's one game going on right now in Major League Baseball, several more uh, getting started here as the Mets lead the Marlins 4-2, to two. a couple of home runs in this game for New York, for Conforto, and then the uh, ever-popular Pete Alonzo, who hit his 37th home run in Cribble to think uh, – to think what Pete Alonzo has done for them this season. Um, also, uh, a funny little clip that I saw yesterday on Twitter, and we'll uh, we'll play this back for you. This was really funny, uh, where uh, Cam Newton and some of the guys in the Carolina Panthers end up talking to former Panther Steve Smith. Steve Smith looked like he was trying to figure out who to start on his fantasy team this year, and he talked to Cam Newton about maybe or maybe not starting DJ Moore. Here's that exchange that was posted on social media yesterday. It's pretty funny. Can you come here real quick? So I got him on my bench. DJ Moore? Okay. Should I? I ain't benching DeAndre Hopkins. Should I let John Brown? That's kind of disrespectful. Like, John Brown, being an asset, he got a lot of choice selections. I'm giving you inside the trade, so don't report me. You know. No, I'm just saying. So, so should I take him off the bench? Because currently he on the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to start. What if I just flex? What if I put him at flex? I don't understand that. That just means an extra guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Put him at flex? Because he's not a real wide receiver yet. He's just kind of developing. I don't want to say all that now. No, I'm just talking about for fantasy. Should I start you or John Brown? It's a legit question. Is it not? Start me. Start you? You give me two points, I'm slapping shit out you. know you do it, too. All right, that was pretty funny, uh, that exchange there. Steve Smith, now working for NFL Network, trying to figure out who is going to be on his fantasy team this year. Uh, and, and really, it just shows you how the uh, pro football has been kind of transcended from fantasy to reality. Uh, let's bring in Hall of Fame writer, Right now, uh, Jason Cole, who's covered the NFL for many, many years. I think I'm going to say three decades. That's going to be my guess. Joins us now here on the show on FST. Jason, good to catch up with you, man. How's everything going? Everything is great. Not quite three decades, but uh, 28 years. So you're oh, close. Clo- close enough, man. Close enough. Very, very close. Very and, close. And, I can, and I can say I remember you way back when. I'm one of those few that can go all the way back yeah. with you. As far yep. as covering it, uh, how how is Gainesville treating you? By the way, muggy, uh, muggy, and yes, a little ugly right now. So that's okay. All right. Well, listen, that's what August is supposed to be. That's exactly right. Down here in South Florida, as you know, it is the same. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So let let's kind of uh, go around the league here a little bit, and I'll start off with the contract extension 
given to Tom Brady. That seems like an easy one, uh, Jason. Uh, you know, here where I live in South Florida, that made Dolphins fans cry. Uh, the fact that they thought he's going to be around a long time. Then, of course, we see the story about him selling his house. I hate those stupid selling my house stories because they never mean really anything. But if uh-huh. you if you were to take a guess or just based on information, oh, would you guess that we will see Tom Brady in 2020, 2021, 2022? Like, how far are we going with this? 2047. <laughs> 40 years. Okay. Uh, uh, look. It's going to end sooner than later, all right? So, you know, we're getting in the range where if you guess that it's going to be this year, next year, your your odds of being right are, you know, getting better. I always look at from this perspective. I hope that Tom plays as long as he can uh, and as long as he's playing at a high level. You know, you don't want to see anybody go out like a Joe Namath or a Johnny Unitas, right? But the game is different. Guys don't get as hurt as they did. They don't get banged up as much like they did back in the day. So they don't fall apart quite as easily. Um, so I think he's got a shot to play till he's 45. Um, I wouldn't, at the same time, I wouldn't bet on it. Right? So do I hope it happens? Yes. Do I bet on it happening? No. So those are two very different questions. Um, but, but look, we're seeing something that we've never seen before. Why do we want to see it end? That's what I always ask people. Yeah, no, and nobody does. I mean, it's it's the best TV around. It reminds me of the dynasties in the past in the NFL with the 49ers and some of the other teams that just kept on winning. Why would you not want to see it continue? Jason Cole is with us talking a little bit of football here. In our in our crazy dilemma, Jason, in the fantasy world, uh, you know, most people, their first-round pick a month ago, it was just taking a look at very simply Ezekiel Elliott, Melvin Gordon, Antonio Brown. Very rare that we would even head into a preseason with any games played. I mean, we haven't even had a simple game played yet, and we don't know if any of these three players are going to be ready for the start of the season. So if you wouldn't mind attacking these one by one, it would surely help our listeners, that's for sure. All right, so we got Ezekiel, Melvin, Gordon, who's the third one again? And, Antonio, Antonio Brown in, in his uh, feet. I'm going to bet that Antonio Brown's ready to go by the beginning of the season. we got a month, right? So I'll bet on that one. Okay. Um, Ezekiel, I'll, I'll bet. That we that one gets done too, but that might go into the first or the second week of the season, right? That just just might happen. Um, sort of like Emmett Smith back in 1993, if anybody remembers that one, where Emmett had to go into the regular season to to get his money. Maybe that's what happened there. But I think that once you get within about 14 days to maybe 10 days of the season, that to me is where it starts to get critical for the Cowboys to get him in and get him done, okay? Final one is uh, Melvin Gordon. This is the toughest one because as much as the Chargers need him, and, and, you know, like I know they went 4-0 last year without him, um, but there's a big difference between getting by for four games and getting by for 16 games, right? So I think that, you know, like this is a very hard line organization. The question is going to be whether Melvin Gordon wants to to you know, budge a little bit, and if I'm Melvin Gordon with his injury history, all right, and where look, if I was guiding him, I'd say Melvin, you are right on the cusp of being a truly elite back, but I would rather you take the money now um, and play out the contract, you know, than to gamble on yourself a little bit. 
And that's a hard thing to say to your client, but that's what I would do. Hmm. Jason Cole with us uh, talking about some of the issues and uh, and even injuries in the NFL. Speaking of which, the one to A.J. Green was a big one in our world, Jason, but I think that what that did is propel Tyler Boyd. Uh, what, what's really curious to me, Jason, is and maybe I just, you know, from a fantasy perspective, we don't look closely at defenses maybe as some others, but I look at the talent that was on the Bengals to start off with, and I saw A.J. Green and Boyd and and a great running back last year in Mixon, but yet it seems like most prognosticators have the Bengals as potentially the worst team in the NFL. So why, why is that? Are they just so poor on defense? Is that the story there? You look at that offensive line? No, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> this is the one thing that fantasy people often overlook. Yeah, <laughs> the sure. offensive line. Uh, I think the transition, the transition to a new coach, the offensive line are issues. I think the defense is okay, not great. Um, but there's one thing about the Bengals, and they managed to avoid it for a long time with Marvin Lewis, and that is sort of remembering that they're the Bengals, mm-hmm. um, for lack of a better term. Which is, if, if you, for anybody who you know watched the Bengals before Marvin Lewis, it was like, oh, what's going to kill us now? Mm-hmm. What's going to cause us to fall apart? What What are all the issues here that are going to destroy our team? And Marvin was able to get past those a lot of the time through you know, power, personality, organization. I think a lot of that's missing. And I, th- I fear that that's going to come back. And when you have that mindset, boy, it's hard to win. It's hard to overcome. And uh, I just don't, you know, I, I fear that this organization is going to regress a lot, even though there is some talent. You know, they do take people um, who are gifted. They often take people who are gifted and also troubled, but they're definitely gifted. They scout players pretty well, but they just don't scout the off-the-field issues that go with it that make people better. We're talking to Jason Cole here, uh, working around the uh, NFL and talking about some of the issues there. Let's let's wrap up with this same division. Cleveland Browns right now are the darling of a lot of people who feel that they could – maybe get to the AFC Championship, maybe even go further than that, off the season that they had last year with Beckham, Baker Mayfield. It's a new day in Cleveland for sure, Jason, but what kind of results do you think we'll expect this year? I think this team's going to score. So I would be I would be bullish on them. Um, you know, if I was a fantasy player, I, you know, I think that, I think Baker Mayfield's going to be a really, really good player. And I think he's going to, have a high completion percentage, going to get the ball out quickly, which he did a lot of. You know, he's going to, the defenses are going to figure out ways to attack him. So he's going to have some lulls. And certainly late season, where, where, you know, the weather gets a lot colder, you're sort of, going to sort of wonder how, how that's going to affect him. But to me, like, I think Beckham and Landry are going to put up the numbers. I think Njoku is going to put up numbers, too. Is, like, which tight end do they have from UM? Um, Am I right? Am I right? It's in my, my yeah, brain. D- David and Joku on the Browns. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm, that's why I was con- confusing with the kid from the Giants. I'm trying to remember who that was. But, Evan, Evan Ingram. Uh, yeah, yeah. Evan Ingram. I get those. I get those guys confused for some reason because okay. I think they're re- relatively around the same age. So, I guess what I would say is I have no problem with the uh, with the passing game weapons. What I wonder is 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 it going to be Chubb? Once Hunt comes back, what happens there? Duke Johnson, what's his role in all of this? That's where I would sit there and go. I'd probably put my biggest wager on Chubb mm-hmm. um, to hold the job 
how high do you take him? Like that's, I feel very safe with the other guys. I feel very safe with the tight end. I feel very safe with the two receivers. I feel very safe with Baker Mayfield. I don't feel safe on figuring out where I can take a running back. All right, good point. Uh, Jason, thank you again for coming on. Really appreciate all the knowledge, and uh, hopefully the weather clears up here in, in Florida. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks again for coming on. Really appreciate hey, John, it. Be good. Thanks. All right, Jason Cole joining us, talking some football here on the show, without a doubt. I've known Jason for a long time, from his days covering football here in South Florida and now living in uh, North Florida. We got some exit velocity coming up next, folks. One of the hot topics in uh, in fantasy, we'll hit on that. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll send it over to full-time fantasy. Can't wait to hear that show later today. I get all my football fix from listening to that show. Also, don't forget, you can download our show 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All you have to do is subscribe to our show on iTunes, on Stitcher, and the show gets sent to you immediately every single day, including today. Uh, just so you folks know, uh, we had some technical issues in the first hour of the show, so there will be no baseball hour posted on demand. But if you have any fantasy baseball questions for me, make sure you hit me up on Twitter, at Craig Mish. At Craig Mish, hit me up on Twitter, and uh, and we'll go ahead and we'll take care of you for sure and get you all set up for the fantasy baseball weekend. So uh, tomorrow on the show, by the way, we'll continue our discussion. It's time for a little NFL preseason, finally. I got to admit, it ain't going to be something I'm going to be watching hours of. But now that I have a couple of players on a couple of teams, I'm going to be curious as to what they can do for me this season. Maybe they'll play a quarter or two. I'm into it. So I'll definitely check it out. And then, of course, I'll move on to some baseball, make sure I get my baseball fixed, too, as well. Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow at noon Eastern right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. But coming up next, it's time for a little exit velocity. Stay tuned. We'll hit on one of the topics that I think that you will be interested in and then full-time fantasy at the top of the hour. I'm Craig Mish. This is Fantasy Sports Today. We've got a quick timeout, and we'll be right back after this. Don't go away. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Indeed knows Finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Daily 
roto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you as we are getting ready to wrap up the show for today. Of course, we'll be back with you guys tomorrow at noon. Some baseball, some football. We will mix it all in. And uh, by the way, a quick baseball note here, just so you guys are aware. Greg Holland has been designated for assignment which means Archie Bradley probably gets more save opportunities. Yoan Lopez is also out there as well. Just keep that in mind. That's the latest baseball transaction. We didn't get to hit on that in the hour number one, so here it is for you in hour number two. All right, let's end the show with a little exit velocity. I feel the need. The need for speed. Ow! Exit velocity. Nice velocity. All right, we end the show with a little discussion about the NFL preseason, and I have been watching, paying attention, not betting on, but watching, paying attention very closely to the NFL preseason for as long as I can remember. And by the way, if you're an NFL preseason guy, and I don't think that there are a lot of you that are NFL preseason guys, but savor it and love it and watch every minute of it because I can tell you that we are very close to seeing the end of of four preseason games being played in the NFL. This is a money-making league. You have to pay full price for your preseason tickets, and people are understanding, and I think the league is understanding at this point, that we are headed toward an 18-game season, which means less preseason games, which means the money that you're spending on tickets is more important and works for you. And the bottom line is this is going to change fantasy quite a bit as well. So uh, as you sit down and as you get ready to watch your games tomorrow night, remember that I think we're about a year or two away from having two preseason games instead of four, which how it will affect the fantasy community and the world, not really sure because we've never seen it, but that's what I think is on deck. That will do it for the show. Thanks to everybody who listened. Thanks again to Brad Ziegler and Jason Cole, Sean, for producing. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow at noon. Full-time fantasy is next. I'm Craig Mish. Have a great day, everybody. See ya.